Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Joining us on the line, the healthy Italian, Fina Scropo. Uh, Fina, always a pleasure to talk to you. Fina is the author of the Healthy Italian Cookbook and a dynamic website and webinar series. Uh, she just does it all. And Fina, we're talking to you today because of the desperation out there in terms of the cost of groceries and specifically the cost of produce, your, your, our fruits and vegetables that just aren't lasting the way they used to. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, uh, it, it, it takes a lot more dollars to buy fruits and vegetables, and yet we want to keep them as fresh as possible. And there are ways to do that. We want to minimize, of course, food spoilage because we know, you know, we want to reduce our waste. We want better tasting food. We want nutrient-dense foods. We want our dollar to stretch over as much as possible. Now, so is it just, I think it's great. Is it just me or are our fruits and vegetables not lasting as long? I, you know, I would think of shelf life on like a head of lettuce or, uh, you know, even your, uh, your apples and oranges, they're not lasting like they used to. I think it's a little bit of everything, you know, mm. I think it's a bit of climate because during this climate, you know, you're going from different temperatures from where they were picked to where they're being transported to where they're being stored. Um, maybe it's a bit, you know, that the, the stores aren't turning them over as quickly because they're more expensive. So people, of course, aren't buying as many or as much. And so, of course, they're sitting a bit longer and they have an opportunity, of course, to go bad. Um, there's culprits in the air, you know, that keep uh, food either fresh, uh, excuse me, not fresh. Um, they spoil quickly. So things like ethylene gas. It's a gas produced naturally by some fruits like apples and bananas and veg like, like avocado. So that's that gas allows these fruits and vegetables to ripen faster, um, to soften faster. And so if they're sitting longer, they can overripe, they can decay. The temperature, of course, as I said, some vegetables and fruits are more sensitive. So, you know, you need things to be at room temperature to ripen, but if they're sitting there, they need to be in cool temps. Um, and airflow, um, if they're being crammed, you know, if they're being piled up in the store um, or even in your fridge, they're not getting any airflow, so the moisture can then sit um, and needs to evaporate to keep that freshness going. So definitely there are some, some things here that, you know, partly because of our habits, partly because of our climate, partly because of how, you know, we bring food and what we do with it, we can avoid some of that waste. What, what are some of the things we need to do? In, are, are there some mistakes that we commonly make in terms of just even storing our fruits and vegetables? hundred percent. I mean, first it starts with, of course, where, where and what you pick. So at the grocery store, what you pick, if you're seeing some things piled up and things aren't being turned over very quickly, give them a quick, you know, give them a bit of an inspection. Leafy greens should be vibrant. They should be fresh. They shouldn't be wilted or limp to begin with. No browning, no yellow spots. Melon shouldn't have soft spots. Apple shouldn't have brown spots. You know, there should be a fresh scent when you get to that, that place in the, in the produce section and they should feel, they should be an inviting scent for you to pick them up and pack them. Um, and so, and focus on some of the vegetables and fruits that have a bit more longevity, like, you know, cabbage and apples and oranges. When you come home, sort and store it, you know. Um, make sure that whatever needs to go in the fridge goes in the fridge, what can stay on the counter, stays on the counter. And we'll get into that in a little bit on what are those fruits and vegetables that can do that. Refrigerate, you know, things need um, refrigeration and they don't, they don't want, they shouldn't be sitting for longer because even a day can matter. Um, get it there. If, if it's ripe and you want it right because you're going to be using it right away, cut it up, you know, freeze it, um, refrigerate it, pack it, seal it, do the things that it needs to be done that needs to be done in order for it not to be spoiled and give it some room. 
You know, like, I don't know about those, those counter depth fridges these days. <laughs> they don't always provide a lot of room. <laughs> right. So everybody's cramming things and the crisper and the fridge. And the reality is that produce needs some room, some breathing room, so that the moisture doesn't sit on them and doesn't cause them to go, you know, bad or limp. Um, so uh, some of the more common ones that are the spoilers are things like leafy greens, and they're more susceptible. They're usually sprayed with water, and so unfortunately they sit in water, um, and that can cause them to go spoil. That can cause them to, to go bad. So we want to pat them dry. We want to store the unwashed. We don't want to wash them necessarily. So we want to um, store them between paper towels um, or dry dishcloths in a tight-fitting or a lidded sealing container or a Ziploc plastic bag, even some silicone bags that are um, proving to be very useful. Um, hardy, veg- hardy lettuces like escarole, endive, and kale are, are good ones to have. So, you know, the other ones, the other leafy greens can be a bit more susceptible to getting wilted. These ones might be a good one to have in the mix if you're making salads um, regularly. And then, um, you know, um, things like cucumber, zucchini, thin-skinned vegetables, they need to be dry. They need to be wrapped in paper towel and stored in the fridge. Herbs, um, I love to pick herbs uh, from the garden, but we're not there yet. So I have to rely on the store to give me some fresh herbs to start with. I put their stems in a glass jar filled with water. Um, cover it a bit with plastic wrap if I'm putting it in the fridge or, um, or sit it on the counter for a few days. Or you don't want to do that, just swaddle. Swaddle your herbs like <laughs> you would anything else, right? Give them, give them a swaddle. Swaddle your um, herbs. Them, swaddle your herbs. Put them between layers of paper towels and resealable bags, and I promise you, you will have them for the week. Um, mm. and, then, and then you want to make sure that things like potatoes, sweet potatoes, garlics, those are not things you put in your fridge. They need airflow. They, and so um, a dark, cool area is best because light actually allows them to sprout. And then they'll shrivel up and decay and they, they don't get very nice. Uh, so a dark right. place. A dark place. That's the key. Dark and cool because light allows them to sprout, which is not what we want. That's kind of their, their way of ripening, if you will. Right. Um, and stone fruit can be left on the counter. I mean, you might get some pesky fruit flies in the summer, but... They're actually better. Um, they're, they ripen, they sweet, they, they sweeten up, and they're wonderful. So tomato, peaches, nectarines, when we get into stone fruit season, those can be on the counter. Um, and then, of course, if you want to keep them for a little bit longer, maybe the, you know, the one day before you're about to use, you can, you can pull them into the fridge if they're overripening too fast. And here's one I didn't know about, um, only through practice, because I, I was putting citrus fruit uh, together with some of my other fruit. And I was realizing that the lemons and the limes were not lasting. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I was storing them with my apples. Well, apples have ethylene gas and lemons and limes oh. are very sensitive to it. So don't store them together with your apples in the crisper. Definitely keep those separate. Separate um, away from the apples. If, if you have two crispers, separate them. If not, leave one of them out of the crisper. Out of the crisper, right, exactly. Um, lemons and limes can sit outside for a little mm-hmm. bit and then bring them in or separate them, like keep them away from each other in the, in the, um, in the fridge. Um, and, you know, of course, things like uh, roots and tubers, um, things like carrots and beets, radishes, gingers, those can last quite a bit um, in the crisper drawer in a plastic bag. What you should know about those, however, is if they come with the green tops, you know how some of the, the carrots have the, their green tops and the beets the same? You can use them. I don't. I recommend you use both of those. But when you store them, keep them separate. So definitely chop off the greens. Keep them separate, the same way you would herbs, wrapping them in, in paper towels, 
and you can store your tubers um, in a crisper drawer with other vegetables and fruits. So those are always great. Remember, um, you know, you want to keep the ones that are sensitive to the ethylene gas that um, are, you know, that, that do produce ethylene gas away from each other. Um, so remember things like grapes and honeydew and kiwi, very sensitive to things like apples, avocados, bananas, and cantaloupes. So there are a few others, and it's, it's really just a know-how of knowing what things go together and what don't, um, and making sure that, um, again, all these tips are taken into account from the time you get to the grocery to the grocery store to the time you get home. Uh, great information, as it always is, from Fina Scropa, the healthy Italian Fina. If folks want to check in with you, uh, get your newsletter, check out all these different uh, ideas and recipes, where should they go? Yeah, they can check me out at my website at thehealthyitalian.ca. I've also got an Instagram and Facebook channel at The Healthy Italian. So, um, yeah, I'd love to get your feedback and I'd love to get your ideas. Fina, always a pleasure. Thanks for being here on Talk of the Town. Thanks for having me. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.